Hi, this is Brennan Davis from Bedrock Games and the Bedrock Blog, and I'm here with Lady Chow Fung, and we're going to talk about Hapkido, a 1972 Golden Harvest film starring Angela Mao. And this film is uh, about uh, students who are learning Hapkido in Japanese-occupied Korea. Their Korean master instructs them to practice patience when they return to China and open up their own school. But this is immediately put to the test when they clash with the Japanese school, uh, the Black Bears, who are mistreating the locals. And things escalate quickly when Fan Wei, played by Sam Oh Hung, kills three of the Japanese students in a fight. And then we get a whole sort of escalating conflict between them. Um, so, Lady Chow Fung, what did you think of this movie? I liked Hop Keto very much, um, especially with the strong female character because you know how I am with those. Um, I thought it was a great movie. The pacing was a little bit slow for me, but I really enjoyed the action sequences and the characters and being able to see Sammo Hung in an earlier role was great because I'm not really a big fan of his, but mm -hmm. to see where he started from it's really cool, and um, not really a Carter Wong fan, but I'm going to have to seek out more of his movies. Yeah, I, I, mean, I like it. It really is kind of like a three-piece film between them. It's Angela Mao, Carter Wong, and Sam Hung, and they all. I, I think they do a wonderful job in this, and I, I think uh, it, you're right. It's interesting seeing him in that. Like he's so young, Sam Hung in this one, um, and I'm, I'm also curious. Like uh, I mean, we can get into the action, all that. Uh, in a bit, but I'm curious what, you know, you mentioned strong female lead and uh, is this, I think this is, is this your first Angela Mao film that you've seen or have you seen her in other movies? I saw her in one other film and um, I just, I really, I liked her in that one. So to be able to see this one was great too. Okay. And, and, but like, what about, what about uh, her character, I guess, did you, you know, made her come across as strong to you um the fact that she was able to take on the school pretty much by herself the japanese school by herself when her two classmates had been basically killed first injured and then killed um and she played it cool and she was very smart and intelligent like her master had said she was the in-between character. She was loyal, but not as loyal as her older classmate. And she wasn't rash like her younger classmate, Sammo Hung. So she was able to use her smarts along with her um, physical fighting ability in order to bring down the Japanese school. Yeah, and I, I like that. Um, well, number one, I think she's a very ferocious performer when she does the martial arts stuff. And I, you know, I, 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 I did Taekwondo and that's kind of in her wheelhouse as a, as a martial arts performer. So I really like her kicking in these kinds of movies. And I think this movie in particular, number one, it's really well, I, I think this has been remastered. So it's really well preserved. And, uh, in the action, like you said, is just, it, it's really tight action and the fight sequences are, uh, uh, you know, every, everybody seems to be, on their a game here and and so you know I, I i think primarily for the fight scenes is is why i would i would go for this film um but also it's it's one of these sort of you know classic uh 
Japanese versus Korean kung fu style movies. Uh, even though I mean it's hapkido, it's supposed to be hapkido, but um, uh, but there's that you know it's it's that sort of uh, that sort of type of film. Um, but uh, I don't know what other what other aspects of the movie did you like? Well, I like the storyline. I've um, not seen very many storylines where it's the Japanese occupied school versus the Chinese occupied school, even though this particular Chinese occupied school is learning a Korean art. But um, I hadn't seen very many of those. I've seen clips of them. So it was really interesting how it played out that it all started with um, the three of them in Korea and then they travel back to their native China and have to deal with the, sim- the situation that they left behind and fight the Japanese all over again. Yeah, it's an inter- it's an interesting plot. I guess we should say this. I think it's set what in 1934. Did they 1934. say? Yeah, and uh, it's it's if you know if, it's not the first kung fu movie by any stretch, but it's early on. So it's like within the first like I think the I think the first movie in the kung fu craze was Chinese Boxer. I might be wrong on that, but I'm pretty sure. And this is a, I think a couple of years later. So. Um, so it's still within, it's still like when those tropes are all kind of still fresh. Uh, and so the, the element they really add here is the Korean martial art Hapkido. And I don't know, it's, it's a great, it's a, uh, uh, you know, I'm, I don't know a whole lot about Hapkido. I did do Taekwondo and we had to sort of, you know, watch Hapkido occasionally when we were doing that. So I can't really comment on the, uh, authenticity of the Hapkido. But I know that uh, uh, there are a number of uh, Hapkido instructors that have cameos in the film. And, and I know that uh, Angela Mao trained in Hapkido and Taekwondo, Taekwondo for a lot of her movies. And I, I don't know, I just find that the, the, the style of fighting here really, really works, especially with all those kicks. I think the, you know, the kicks are very uh, cinematic and, and powerful. Um, it's very grounded, too. In, in what way? In the, it's more on the ground. There's nothing um, wiry going oh, on. Guess, yeah. It's very normal, down to earth. You know, not kind of fantastical as some of the action sequences can be. Like they're not out of the realm of possibility. They're very realistic. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. And it's so realistic that like people get killed pretty easily. Um, like, you know, if in, in the, in the, in the beginning of the, of the, uh, of the movie that we should say like the Japanese, uh, school, the black bear school, they're, they're really like over the top bad guys in this one. And so they're not Very just going around top. pushing people around They're They're beating up little old ladies and throwing, throwing boiling water on their faces and just doing really, really wretched things. And Sammo Hung's character ends up getting in a fight with them at the fish market and in a, in in another kind of movie, they might just get beat up, but but they but he kills them. Um, and in fact, I think the first time I saw this, I just thought they were beat up. I didn't realize they were dead. Um, and that's kind of what instigates the the conflict between their school and the Japanese school. Though I think it's pretty obvious watching it that, that the conflict was inevitable. Uh, I don't think I don't think that they were going to get off the hook no matter how 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 much they stayed their hand. 
Um, no, just because of the um, the fact that the Japanese were so over the top, they weren't going to accept any kind of apologies from from the Chinese. You know, they wanted to occupy everything, so the fight was definitely inevitable. Yeah, I, I would agree with that, and uh, and and also they were very suspicious because they were Hapkido students and they were associating Hapkido with the Korean resistance, and so. Um, you know, it was, uh, uh, you know, they, they were, you know, it was sort of inevitable that a, that a fight would ensue, I think. But um, I was curious, what did you think of, I mean, I know we talked about Angela Mao's kicks and punches, but there was, there were a few scenes in there where she whipped them with her hair. She has like a ponytail. I wanted to talk about that because I thought that was so cool. You don't see very often in these films characters using their cues to actually inflict damage. I mean, the other Two movies that I know I've seen are um, in, is it Shaolin Rescuers, uh, Lu Feng's character uses his cue, that's one of his deadly weapons, uh, to hurt people. And in, uh, not Shaolin Temple, but Five Deadly Masters. Um, one of the villains uses his cue also as a, as a weapon. That was the only other two times I've seen that. Well, and I know I've seen, uh, movies where people use their hair, like, uh, Bride with White Hair, um, where she, like, entangles people with her hair, if I remember. Right. But, um, but yeah, I know, but, but in this one, too, it was done, it, the way it was done, I thought looked really cool. It was very, because that could, that could easily be, like, an, it could easily be like an unrealistic looking thing. Do you know what I mean? Like, like whipping somebody with your, with, with your hair like that. But right. the way they did it in this, it kind of, it, even though it's still kind of an over the top move, it still looked realistic to me. Um, in fact, I think she had something at the end of her hair. Like she, she had did tied with, um, these little balls. Like it had a string with two little balls on either end. And I think that's what inflicted the damage mostly. Mm. Yeah, yeah, because there was definitely some weapon in there. But I liked that she would be like punching and kicking, and then she'd throw the, she'd whip them with the hair thing, and it would take you a second to realize what had just happened. Right, um, and it uh, it was interesting too that when um, at the final fight, the one guy really noticed that um, she had the the hair tie with the balls on the end. He focused on that for a second, and you could tell that there was damage going to come if you hadn't noticed it before, that something was going on with her hair, and then he got beat up. Yeah, yeah, that. and in fact, I think that's when I first noticed it, is when he noticed it. Um, I don't think I picked it out before then, uh, but but I thought I, don't know, I thought that was cool. That was a nice element, and it's kind of like every every part of her body is a weapon. <laughs> Do you know I mean, there's like no, there's, 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 there's no waste to, uh, to, to anything there. Um, which I think is kind of a cool thing. Uh, yeah, I agree with that. And, uh, and also, you know, um, like you said, like the story is, you know, and again, this is, it's, it's, it has a lot of the similar plot beats, um, uh, you know, of, of, uh, of a lot of the, these Kung Fu movies. And a lot of times it's just a matter of like, like in what order they appear and who it happens to. But, uh, but I found the, uh, you know, like the Sammo Hung character, you know, he's a, he's a very sort of, likable guy and so when the things that happened to him happened to him you you know you you feel uh you feel uh 
some of the emotions that the uh, Angela Mao character and the Carter Wong character must be feeling. Uh, and so, yeah, I just, I, just I, 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 you know, it's a fairly simple story, but I think it, it ties all the action together nicely. And, and there's so much fighting in this. Uh, a know, lot of fighting, yeah. which I enjoyed very much. Um, I did find it a little slow paced in some of the down sequences where there wasn't any fighting, but I did think that it was necessary for you to get to know the characters and their um, personalities. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause I guess there were a lot of scenes where they were talking about their tactics or where they were, um, where they were helping people in the community. Like they were, they were treating people's injuries and stuff like that. And, um, there was also that extended sequence with the master when he was, uh, explaining to them, uh, you know, the, the importance of patience, uh, which is kind of the central, I guess the central theme of the movie. Yes. Patience is um, the central theme. And unfortunately, Sammo Hung's character couldn't grasp it, but he was trying so hard and it wasn't his fault that he was pushed in to the circumstances that re required him to lose his patience and then ending up with the three members of the Black Bear School being killed. I mean, he was really trying hard. He had it written on his hands. He wasn't going to fight restaurant with his friend. He was really trying so hard. I think, I think your mic is, um, I'm getting a little bit of sound there. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Oh, okay, okay. There, there was some kind of sound going on, but I think it's passed, so I apologize. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, I, I uh, yeah. In fact, the the scene where he does lose his patience is when they put boiling water on that woman's face. So I mean, it's a you know that's a, a pretty extreme thing to to not respond to. So, uh, so I would agree with you on that. Um, and Carter Wong, I think, summed it up with really great in the one line that he had when he was injured and lying in bed. When he was telling uh, Sammo Hung that it's not your fault, the um, a fighter has to defend the weak. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, I think I think they understood that, like, you know, he, he I mean, and, and and I think where the patience came in was, you know, deciding to hide instead of deciding to fight, and, right. and just being smart about it. And really, that plan would have worked, except that they ended up uh, finding out where he was because the guy that was getting him food was a little bit too, uh, too, lipped. yeah, too loose lipped. And, and he was kind of an interesting character, that guy. Um, I think, who, what was his name? Um, was it Xiao Fu? Was that the guy's name? The, the subtitles and the dubs had two different, uh, names yeah, I only saw it in the sub, uh, the dubs. Okay. I didn't have subtitles. So in the subs, I think it was Xiao Fu, but, um, but he's kind of, uh, I don't know what you would call it. He doesn't quite have the skill to back it up, but he's, he really is like the one who's, who's egging on, uh, the Sammo Hung character to, to, to fight the Japanese. And, uh, and he, and he's kind of the one that gets, you know, a lot, a lot of the problems in the film are a product of this guy's actions, uh, including the, the Japanese school finding out where Sammo Hung is hiding because he's, you know, blabbering when he goes to get him food. Um, but, but yeah, so, uh, you know, there was that. And I also, uh, I liked the, uh, what was it? The, 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 I can't remember his name, but the big boss of the, of the Japanese school. Um, 
the uh, you know, he, he Toyota. I'm sorry. I think his name, his character was Toyota. Oh, was it? Okay. Um, yeah, I couldn't. I I did. I didn't happen to notice it when I was watching it again. But um, but yeah, I, I think you might be right. Uh, but the but the leader of the Black Bear School, he he was so so over the top, like even more than usual in these movies. Uh, you yeah. know, he's just laughing every five minutes. Um, and you know, I I really enjoyed him as a villain. Uh, most of the other villains in the movie were a little bit more subdued, but but he was really quite over the top. Um, and, uh, you know, I don't know. I just, I just, sometimes it's nice when movies just kind of relax and the bad guys are just super bad and there's no, you know, it's not, there's not, there's not, there's not, uh, it's there's not no mistaking that they're evil. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I, I really enjoyed that and I enjoyed the, the creepy thin secretary guy. Um, I think it was played by Wei Pin Ao, who was in, um, who played Mr. Ho in Way of the Dragon. Uh, you know, I liked him. And uh, I don't know, I, I just thought it, you know, it was a really formidable opposition in this in this movie. You really felt like they were under threat from these people. Um, and, uh, and one of the scenes I really enjoyed in this is, remember when the master gives her the the bar that has the, the school writing on it? Yes, and, and then she pulls it out in a fight. Yeah, there's a, there's a Korean student at the Japanese school who's learning the Japanese martial arts and and he's sided with the japanese and she decides to rectify it by by whipping out that she's she's apparently had it hidden in her sleeve the whole time and and she whips it out and and he gets a samurai sword and they they start fighting and she kicks she kicks the crap out of him she might even kill him i don't know i wasn't i wasn't sure if he survived she killed him. did she kill him yeah yeah she people die in this movie pretty easily and, and you're not even sure that they're dead like carter wong's character when at the end where um, Miss Sal goes to find him and she's bringing him back, um, he dies, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he died. I'm pretty okay. sure. But, but I wasn't sure about that because we never see him again, so I figured he was dead. Yeah, I thought he died. I have to go back and check it again to double, to make sure. But, but I mean, yeah, people, people die in this pretty easily. And even even the and in Angela Mao, her character, she's I mean, she will kill people at the drop of a hat. That guy begs her for mercy, and she's like, "No, you must die." Um, you know, it's a it's it, there's there's an I think there's an, an intensity in this movie that um, is 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 pretty compelling too. Um, and a lot of it comes from her too. I'm sorry. I said a lot of it comes from her. Yeah, her, I would agree. She, she's she's got a very expressive way of performing too. When she does, it's like when she kicks somebody, you can see it in her eyes, and right. her whole body is animated. And it's very, it's very, it's again, there's not, you know, there's not that many martial arts actors that have that kind of charisma. Like you know, like Bruce Lee is definitely one of them, and I think she's one of them. And you know, there's a, there's a, you know, there's a handful of others, and um, and you know, it's it's not just about you know, are they doing the martial arts? It's about the the you know how animated their bodies are how, how you know their facial expressions and their acting and it all you know and, and so she's one of these people who it just kind of all comes together with um and, and again i think i think i think uh you know it, it's uh I, I guess another person i'd put in that category would be like a jackie chan or a, um uh a kara hui or you know people people of that <laughs> that caliber um but uh but uh but yeah, I don't know. I, I, I think, yeah, definitely the, the ferocity comes from her because you see it in her other movies too. She, she, 
you know, when when she does those those kicks, it's um, it's a there, there's like a real lethal intent vibe <laughs> coming mm-hmm. coming off. Um, and I, and again with the kicks, I think you know the I I just you know the the you you the spinning kicks that she does and the variations on them are all quite difficult to pull off. Um, so I, you know, I can really appreciate the, the talent that it takes. And again, I don't know, I don't, I've never been a hundred percent clear on her background as a martial artist. I don't know how much of it was before she became a, a an actor, but I know that she did train in Taekwondo and Hapkido, at least for the roles. And she clearly did well with it. Um, but I've heard different things about what her, if she had background before that. So I don't want to, I don't want to be inaccurate here and say she, she had a background or she didn't, if I don't know, um, because I've heard conflicting information, but it, but to me just, you know, from, you know, somebody who's had to do those kind of kicks, it, it's very convincing. Um, and it's very, you know, very, you know, it takes, I think it takes a lot of talent to do what she does on the screen. Um, and, uh, and it, it, it again, the, that, you know, that kind of kicking can be, uh, it's not just the kicks themselves, it's the footwork. And you kind of see that in this movie. That At the very end, there's a scene where they kind of... I think it's even in slow motion, but she takes one or two steps. And you mm-hmm. kind of see the footwork, so she's getting herself into position. But all every time you know, you're know you doing a kick like that, you really need to be aware of where your feet are landing and where you're stepping. And, and, and you don't get that rotational tornado effect that she gets unless you're quite skilled at that. Um so, so, you know, I, I just am, you know, I, I, whenever you see a, an Angela Mao movie, you're always sort of looking forward to the kicks, uh, as a result. But, uh, but yeah, I don't know what, what other, I guess when you said some of the, uh, sections were too slow or you, you weren't into the pacing, was there anything in particular that stuck out for you in that respect? No, not really. It was just the first time I watched it. And it came to an end. I felt like it had been over two hours, but mm. then I looked and the timing was only an hour and a half. And then this time, the second time I watched it, it seemed to go much faster mm. than the first time. So okay. I don't know why that was, but it, it just seemed like some of the talking scenes were um, really slow. Okay. Uh, the scene with the... Um, where uh, Sammo Hung's character and the... And his friends, Samo's hiding in the place and, you know, they're having their little conversation. I think maybe could have been cut down to just get right to the action for me. I don't know. Okay, I get you. I get you. Yeah, I didn't find it. The, the pacing didn't stand out to me. But, I, but again, that's a very subjective thing. I, I usually notice pacing. When movies get up to like an hour and 45 minutes to two hours, that's when I usually will start to notice if the pacing is lagging. Um, I think this one was like around an hour and 36 minutes or something. So it is kind of, it's a little bit longer than some of them. Um, uh, but, but again, I think, uh, you know, uh, I, 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 I didn't really pick up on that quite as much, but, uh, but I do think there was, there were a lot of moments, but there was a lot of fighting, but there was also a lot of moments between the fighting, um, where there was dialogue occurring and stuff like that. And, uh, Actually, the dialogue was one of the things I kind of wanted to talk about. I, I, I really like, and again, I don't know how much of it is the translation or whatever. It's always, 
you know, you're never really sure when it comes to that. But some of the dialogue in this was really funny. Um, there was, yeah. uh, you know, the, you know, everything from what's so good about hop keto to, um, you know, hop keto, more like crap keto. And I'm sure that is yeah, something that was a, funny. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, and, and that's <laughs> something where I'm sure there was a translation issue because rarely will something translate that smoothly into English. Right. So who knows what it was saying in the original. But but I thought that was hysterical. And um, since I watched the dubbed version, the voices coming out of the people, too. That makes it kind of difficult for me. Um, mm. So when they had the big boss, I didn't like the voice coming out of the big boss. And another thing I wanted to mention, too, was the little mustache that he had that was reminiscent of Hitler to me. And I wondered if that was done on purpose to make him even more foul. I, and don't, he, I don't know. I, I, I feel like I've seen that kind of a mustache on characters in these movies before, but I'm not 100% sure it's possible. Um, because in the in the beginning of the movie, when they were in Korea having their little picnic, the Japanese guy that walked up to them also had the little mustache. That's true. That's true. The and guy with the glasses, right? He came right, up. and then the big boss, um, the big um, black bear boss, also had the mustache. So to me, that was kind of a, um, uh, I don't know, attention getter for me because it was like. I'm associating this guy with Hitler and Hitler was really horrible. And okay. then this guy is being played over the top. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't know how much, uh, how much that was uh, that, or if it was just that that was a, a style that was, you know, right. I didn't know if it was intentional or whatever, but that led me down a train of thought that I really didn't like this guy. <laughs> But that guy, that guy at the beginning was pretty despicable because I remember he comes up yeah. to Angela Mao and uh, and he basically starts, you know, it's, it's Japanese occupied Korea and he's just kind of hitting on her and, uh, you know, uh, uh, kind of pestering her. And and uh, and then Sam Hong ends up punching him when he goes too far. And the guy's eating an apple the whole time. I remember really eating this. Apple yeah. it's, it's a very sort of obnoxious, uh, 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 like quirk that he seems to have with his apple. And, uh, yeah, he was kind of like a dirty old man because he was looking at all the Korean women and trying to pick out the prettiest one. And then he notices Angela Mao's character, and he said that she was the prettiest. Yeah. And so. But there was, and there was also a scene that, well, actually, to get to, to get to this the dub because you mentioned that I I saw it. I have it on DVD where I have the the sub and the dub, and I watched it again on the on Prime to to see what the dub sounds like. And I would agree with that. The dub is very, um, uh, the acting is very sort of over the top and, uh, it, 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 it certainly probably makes the dialogue more humorous than if it's on the subs. Um, but there's one scene where the guy, remember when the guy goes into the school and they're, they're they they want to, it's when the conflict is just really starting to simmer or you know, like, you know, escalate a little bit. Mm -hmm. And and he's and and so the three guys from the Japanese uh, school go to their Hapkido school, and he, and he's like, ah, oh, I'm sick. I need I need to see, I need to I need uh you know. To I, see need I need treatment and treatment. She can, only she can, she can cure me. Yeah, he's like, I have an illness and only she can cure it. And then and then he starts talking about his hair hurt. Yeah, yeah, because she goes, well, hair. okay, what's wrong with you? And he's like, ah. Oh, my hair, my hair hurts. And then she looks at the guy and she's like, can your hair hurt? What's going on here? And, 
but what I love is Sammo Hung's like, ah, I know what the cure is. And he rips out the guy's hair and he says, I learned this trick from a dentist. <laughs> I thought that's, that's one of the best that was lines. That's pretty funny. I'm yeah. like, okay, that does not connect. Maybe yeah. a barber. Well, you know what I was, th- so what I was thinking was, if you do something painful to somebody, no matter what it was, if you say, I learned this trick from a dentist, it kind of applies because dentists just, they inflict pain. Do you know what I mean? So, uh. <laughs> That was that's why I was thinking of it. Maybe maybe there's some deeper reason why he was talking about that. But I just loved him holding the hair and saying he learned the trick from a dentist. Um, and I was thinking that you know how we have the pressure points, and maybe that the hair has a pressure point, or at least the scalp, because when he ripped the hair out, the scalp would hurt. Mm. So maybe the a pressure point for the mouth would have been. Oh, that's an interesting point. Head. I hadn't thought of that. Yeah. So, that- that's an interesting point, and they and they are kind of doing that kind of uh, that kind of treatment on people. So, <laughs> but uh, but I just thought that was a very funny scene, and the dialogue. Yeah, was, that was, uh, was funny. Again, quite funny, but I think the one that I really the the crop keto one was <laughs> was uh, to me that just was I don't know just something about the way it was done was was was, uh, was quite funny. Um, Angela Mao's um, funny, funniest line at the end when she's talking to her elder classmate who's come from Korea. He's all sliced up. And she goes, are you hurt? I'm like, well, duh. <laughs> yeah, he's been, he was hit with the goes, sword like four I'll times, okay. right? Yeah, after the sword fight. And then he goes, I'll be okay. Like, it's no big deal. Well, and she just choked a guy to death with her legs. So, I mean... You know, this is like, that's what's so interesting about this movie is how like these are even the good guys in this are so brutal. They're, you know, it, it, uh, uh, but, but then when they're talking afterwards, they just seem so calm and gentle. And so, yeah, it's like they rise and fall so easily. It's like, it takes them no time to cool off, I guess. They go from being, on high alert and intense and brutal to being calm and cool and collected in like zero seconds flat. Yeah, no, it definitely, there definitely is just a rapid escalation. In fact, the guy with the temper, the Sammo Hun character, he's the one that kind of, I think almost has more of a slow boil when it comes to these things. Cause, cause, cause she just can spring right into action like that. And and with the Sammo Hung character, there's almost like a thought process going on in his face before he right. before he so, transitions to that. Um, am I going to fight? Am I not going to fight? Yeah, you, you see the sort of you see like the doubt and indecision in his face. But right. With her, once she commits to it, it was like a full total commitment. And um, that's where he comes in with his practicing patience. The whole trying to figure out if this was the right time. I think with him trying to practice the patience that um, his master in Korea had taught him. Because remember, in Korea, he just went right for it and beat up the Korean um, guy in the forest. So then, you know, he comes here and he's like, okay, I'm really going to try it. this. I'm going to try hard. And so he gets those shades of doubt. But eventually he can't not do something because he needs to protect the weak because that's what he's been trained to do. Yeah, no, that I thought, I mean, and again, I think, um, I always like it when there's a movie where they, they focus on particular martial virtues and, and I like the idea of, of, of patience being, and I, and I don't know what, um, you know, I, I think a lot of times it's going to depend on how the 
thing is translated. So I don't know, uh, I don't know what other name this might you know might have been, but but the idea of of, of patience or I don't know maybe forbearance or something being, uh, you know, an important skill for a uh, uh, a martial artist to have was uh, or an important thing for a martial artist to master uh, is something that I kind of you know I, I, I like that angle of the movie I liked I liked seeing the master give them that initial advice based on their different personalities and then sort of sending them on their way I thought it was I, I don't know again this might have been a translation issue but uh, at the beginning they, they they clearly established that they had trained for five years and that they were getting their seventh degree black belts so I thought that was that was pretty uh, that's pretty astounding. I don't, I don't, I, it might, it might be a translation issue or maybe, you know, maybe seventh degree black belt didn't mean the same thing at that time, but that well, would be seventh. I thought it was second. I, on mine, I thought it said seventh. Maybe, maybe that's what they were meant to say was second. I thought, I don't was... know. I thought, because I thought later in the film when they were at, when Angela Mal goes to talk to the black bear school and the, Korean student is in there and he said he's a fifth degree black belt. I thought he was kind of making fun of her because she said she was a, I thought she said she was second, but it, I don't know. I thought it was seventh. I thought it was seventh. And I thought that's why, so I thought that's why when he said he was fifth, she was like two degrees higher than him. But I will say seventh degree is enormous. Like, again, I don't know hop keto, but in Taekwondo, seventh degree black belt would be that that's staggeringly, high um yeah i thought it would take like a lifetime to get that far yeah like i think there was one master in the in the like like the the affiliated schools that i belong to in massachusetts that had a seventh degree i think i mean i could be wrong on that but i think it's it's not it's not at all common um but again it's a movie so i don't know and and like you said maybe it was second but i thought that was striking because they had been training for five years and i was i was curious about that um, and, and it also could just be a translation thing. Um, but I, I can't find the scene to confirm whether it was second or seventh. So we'll have to, I guess, leave it a little bit ambiguous until, uh, you know, maybe next, next podcast we can, I'll find the end for the information and, and, and mention it. Um, but, uh, but yeah, and I guess it's possible sometimes, sometimes the dubs and the subs conflict too. So maybe, maybe, maybe one of them said second and one of them said seventh. I don't know. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so, um, I'm trying to think of why I brought that up anyways. Um, oh, well, I guess it's, it's not that important, but, uh, but, but the bottom line was, I thought that the, uh, you know, the, the sort of, you know, I liked it. I like when movies sort of have a, uh, a martial virtue that they focus on the movie. Uh, I think Chinese boxer does something kind of similar where the master sort of gives them a lecture at the beginning of the film and that reverberates to the rest of the movie. Um, you know, I always, I always like that kind of stuff. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so I don't know, were there any other, uh, thoughts you had on the film or Angela Mao in general? Um, no, not really. I think it was, I really like her fighting style and it didn't look like that she was doubled much in this movie or at least I couldn't tell that she was doubled sometimes you can really really tell that people are have a stunt double yeah. doing a lot of their moves and 
I couldn't tell that in this one. I there were a lot of scenes where I thought they must have a double, and then I saw that the, there was no there was no cut scene, and it was still her face. Um, on the the only ones that I I think they might have had doubles on were when she did some of the really like there were a couple of really big somersault leaps that she did, in mm-hmm. in those. I mean, and I don't know because I didn't get a good enough look. Um, but I mean, a lot of times they will use doubles for those kind of maneuvers. Even Bruce Lee in Enter the Dragon had a double for his. He does like a backflip kick, and uh-huh. I, I believe even he had a d- double for that. Um, and I know a lot of times in these movies, um, they didn't expect the women to do the aerial work, like the flipping mm. and the tumbling. Maybe the kicks and the punches, but not the flipping and the tumbling. So okay. the um, that possible that she was subbed in there so i will say there's another angela i'm trying to remember which one it is now i'll I'll have to look it up because i can't remember the name of it but there's another one where you know when they do the thing where they they leap up on the poles and they do like the lightness kung fu on the poles Uh uh-huh there's a whole sequence on that i'm pretty sure it's an angela ma movie that's pretty impressive um uh but i can't remember the name of the film uh so she, but again, I think I, you know, with those big giant flips, I don't know, but I, I think you're right. I don't think there were, I didn't see doubles, uh, in the movie, at, at least, you know, when it mattered, I didn't see it. Um, and when it mattered to me would be like during the, like, you know, is this, is this person kicking really the person kicking? Um, right. and, and I, I didn't see it there. Uh, cause I, I've seen a lot of sh- like, you especially see it on like a, the TV shows when like. Somebody will look. They'll, they'll be they'll be using like a chain whip or a sword, and they'll look really awful. And then all of a sudden, the, the camera steps back, and they look super awesome because it's a double now. And then it goes back, and they're looking terrible again because it's really close up on the actor. Um, right. So yeah, that that's the kind of stuff I don't like. But but no, she definitely. I mean, that she has a lot of skill. Um, you know, again and again, the the kind of, you know, what 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 was. Even like Bruce Lee, the kind of stuff he was doing was tailored for the screen. What if you see his private, like sparring matches, it doesn't look the same as as it does on the movies because what plays well on screen doesn't necessarily play well off screen. Right. Um, so you know, I, I I think a lot of times people will say it and say, oh well, her hands are down, so it's you know it's not done. But but it, but for the visuals in the movie, it's fine because it looks better. It looks really cool the way she holds her hands down like that. Um, you know, so, you know, I, I think, I think the performance, uh, you know, with, with her martial arts is great in this. There's, there's a, in most of her movies, the martial arts is quite good. I think the only time I've ever seen her not, not at her best is largely when like the directing is bad or the action choreography is bad and, mm-hmm. you know, just, you know, that, and that can happen. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I, 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 I really like her, uh, her physical abilities in these movies. So I'm with you on that, and uh, now, yeah, but I am curious. Like, but um, as a, as like a strong female character, uh, you know, what what do you think is the? Um, I don't know how to put this. Like, what what is the the appeal of that? The appeal of a strong female character um, coming from a woman is that um, we're stronger than most men make us out to be and to see that on character on screen you don't see it a lot especially since in um the chinese culture women were really revered as not even revered they're regarded as objects and not being strong 
very few women in history of their country have been noted to be strong and they're usually told to keep their heads down and keep their mouths closed but you have someone here that's sticking up for her school and ready to battle the bad guys and I think out of the three of them she was the most intense and had the most intense screen presence um Carter Wong his character was the loyal one he kind of hung back he was kind of quiet and even though Sammo Hung was rash and quick kind of to anger at the beginning he wasn't as intense she had firm beliefs that she was sticking to and she was fighting for them no matter what and even though she had told Sammo Hung to go into hiding and then she went into hiding she was formulating a plan in order to in order to stop the harassment by the Japanese and she could have in my opinion taken on a whole bunch of Japanese or you know saved the whole country of China from the Japanese with the intensity that she um put forth on the screen she was just so intense and so strong in her belief and so firm but she was giving good advice along the way so she balanced physical strength mental strength and intelligence very well in a character well and i think too i think you mentioned something interesting that um about the the different kinds of charisma that the characters had because they are all very charismatic actors yes but they're very different in their you know, in sort of what they bring and what sort of presence they have. And so, I mean, Sam O'Hung, he's charismatic, but in a in a much more, you know, he, he you know his his charisma is more suited to sort of comedy style. I mean, he, I mean, he's, he's a great physical martial arts performer, but he has this comedic presence and this you know lighthearted presence that that really shines on screen. And her energy is a lot more. Uh, it, it's a much more fierce kind of uh, dangerous energy. Um, right and and so i yeah i, th I think it is, and and carter wong as well you know in the, especially in this he's got a much more he's kind of a, um almost like an emotional anchor in the movie i feel like that's sort of his role um and uh but she's kind of the warrior in the movie yes um and and so yeah i th I, th I, th I think you, i think you're uh i think that's i think that's that's an interesting interesting aspect to it uh but uh but yeah i don't know i i i guess uh for me this is just um it's a great kung fu well i mean it's a, it's hapkido but it's a, it's like a kung fu style movie and the, it's got like the traditional kung fu movie plot and uh um and it's sort of a chinese school versus japanese school type thing but uh but it's got you know it, it it's it's worth it just to see uh see the three of them together in 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 a role uh, in in uh, in a movie this early, um, there's another movie called When Taekwondo Strikes that I know Sam O Hung is in, um, but I think if I remember he play I think he plays a Japanese character in it. I think he's one of the bad guys, um, but uh, but yeah, I don't know. It's a, it's a I, I thought this was a good movie, uh, so I, I definitely recommend it. Um, I, I I think I think one of the one of the uh, one of the good things about this one too is among the Angela Ma movies that I've seen, this is one of the better looking ones in terms of uh, of the restoration of the film and stuff. I'm sorry. 
of quality. I was saying it was better quality, film quality. Well, that too, because a lot of the movies that she's in are, you know, so they vary tremendously. Um, and, and this is one where the quality matches, you know, her quality as a performer, I think. Um, you know, there, there are other ones out there that I've seen that, you know, the, the, the movie, you know, they feel lower budget or whatever, and they, or they just don't feel as well constructed. This one feels like a good movie. There's, there's a few others that are quite good, too. Um, the, you know, hopefully we'll be able to get to those as well down the road. But this is a nice one to start with, I think. Um, if, if you haven't seen Angela Mao, this is a good first Angela Mao movie. I agree um, with that. Yeah, I, I think this is a nice... And, and there's a lot... In, and, and, and it's got the added padding of, if Angela Mao doesn't sell you, there's Sammo Hung there and Carter Wong, too. So, you know, it's like a... Uh, you know, it's just a... It's a, it's a I, I feel confident recommending this one to people um but i don't know any any additional thoughts on it before we end the episode no just it's just a good beginning film i would recommend it to anyone who is wants to get an interest in the film genre if you're not already interested i think it's a good one to start with and uh and I guess we'll we'll end it with that. Now I should just say before we go that this is the name of the movie again is Hapkido. It stars Angela Mao. It's available on Amazon Prime Streaming. So if you have that service, you should be able to watch it for free. Uh, it's also part of the Angela Mao Ying collection, I believe. So uh, if you if you get that collection of DVDs, you should be able to watch it. Um, so it's it's a pretty easy one to get. And I think it's also sold individually as well now. Um, uh, just you, you just want to make sure you, you get the the restored version, not like a, a really old uh, version of it. Uh, so we'll be back on next week, uh, hopefully with another another movie along these lines. And uh, until then, we will talk to you later. Bye.